Welcome to Homemade Getaways, the podcast. I am Sal. I am Arshaya. And I am Thomas. So, since it's Easter, we decided to pick names out of the Bible. So, what does your what's the relation of Thomas to Easter? Okay, so in the story, Thomas was uh, one of the twelve, and he um, didn't believe that Christ was resurrected. So, when Christ showed himself to him, he showed his palms. Sorry, my brother just went in. Um, which uh, showed his wounds. So when he saw his wounds, that's when Thomas believed that Christ really uh, resurrected. Alright. So at this moment, um, Thomas's helper's son is with us in this podcast. Alright, yes. so um, I chose Psalm and uh, Isaiah here chose Isaiah because I think the the coming of Christ it was like prophesied, it was in, the prophesied. Of, in the book of Psalm and Isaiah actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's been there have already been prophecies. Prophecies yeah. Years before he died and was resurrected. Centuries. That, that showed that it was going to come to pass. So, actually, in church, we, uh, we had the seven last words of Jesus. In Psalm, we went to Psalm 22. And uh, here's something interesting. The first verse says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And if you recall, Jesus said those same words too. That's his last words. Yeah. And uh, what our pastor taught us was that he said that to make the scriptures come true. And also, at that moment, Jesus carried all of our sins. He was a sinless man, but he carried all of our sins. So he he was separated from God for a little while. Since God is holy, he cannot be... Sin is actually what separates us, right? So Jesus was separated from him. And that's what um, that's what they mean by being forsaken. That was very interesting. interesting. Yeah. And in Isaiah, this I found in here, Isaiah 52. Oh, Isaiah 53, verse 5. It's about the Lord's suffering servant. It um it says here. But he was wounded and crushed for our sins. He was beaten that we might have peace. He was whipped and we were healed. Basically, it encapsulates what happened. So, I guess that's the significance of the resurrection. Without the resurrection, we wouldn't have Christianity. 
as we know it. Everything we everything we believe in, um, we believe in Christ because He rose from the dead. I've been reading of the I've been reading the the gospels, like what they say about the resurrection. And when he appeared to people after he rose from the dead, many of them didn't believe. So it goes to show that if Christ, if he just died, if he just remained in that tomb, this would all, like all, all his teachings would have gone to waste. actually thought Jesus was another prophet. So if you're going to look at it again, um, it won't go 100% to waste for us Christians, but that means we're still going to be under the Jews. Yeah. That is what sets us apart. We believe in Christ's resurrection and how he is a modern day. If he is the Messiah, he's God, and he, he is above with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. The whole point of his death and resurrection was to save us from eternal life in hell. So exactly. we don't have to do those sacrifices that they did before with the lambs and stuff because he was the perfect lamb. Yeah. And that is the significance. And one more thing. Did, did you realize that um, Christ was persecuted on the Passover? Yeah. If you remember why we have Passover, uh, it was when family slaughtered the lamb and the painted um kind of painted their door their door yeah. frame that's actually quite symbolic if you think about it because in order for the Israelites to go to the promised land and to be saved from their persecutors the Egyptians a lamb must be sacrificed. Yes. Now, looking back to Jesus, there was no lamb. It was Jesus himself. He was sacrificed in order for us to be saved from hell so that we could go to heaven. And the so, nice thing about it is that it's not just for the Jews, it's also for the Gentiles. And most of us now, most of the believers are Gentiles. It's open to everyone. That's the really yeah. nice thing about it, about salvation. And if you trace back um, centuries upon centuries, you could actually see not only us Christians who were derived from the Jews, we were, were 
our religion is also connected to uh, Islam. Abraham had two sons. Oh, wait. No. Or is it the sons of Isaac? I can't remember anymore. Yeah, Isaac um, and... Oh, wait. Sorry. Isaac and Esau. Oh, yeah. It was from... Ishmael. 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 Yeah. Isaac. Those two... <laughs> those two... From Isaac, he sprouted Judaism, which sprouted into Christianity. From Ishmael, it sprouted into Muslim Islam. So, technically, all of our religions are intertwined with one another. So a while ago, we were discussing the significance of the resurrection of Easter. Now we're going to discuss some Easter traditions that we practice in our homes. Thomas? Okay, so girls, how do you celebrate Easter? What are some of your traditions? So, um, right now, I think we're going to have uh, roast chicken and pancit. Yeah, that's what we're going to have on Easter. It's like a good meal, you know. We're going to have roast chicken and pancit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. And usually on Easter, or I don't know if, but during the Holy Week, we watch. We watch. Is it the about pa- no, no, we watch <laughs> the Passion of Christ or something similar. Something about Jesus' life and death resurrection. Yeah. But not just Holy Week. Yeah. This this Holy Week, I think it's more of meditating on the Bible. Since there are more Bible discussions via live stream and usually on Facebook. Usually on like um, the Thursday and Good Friday and what's it called? What Thursday? Monday. Monday. Monday Thursday. Not Monday. It is. It is. Monday really? Okay. That's the Thursday and Friday. We would like, and sometimes Saturday also. We would like visit churches. And yeah. Ah, okay. it's like pleasure. Oh, we don't like old churches. We do at the We do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Okay, how about you, Thomas? Okay, so usually during Holy Week, my family goes to Zambales. Okay, I wrote about it in the blog. Yeah. And it's actually very reflective. Um, yes, it's a beach house. Yes, we go. We have fun there, but then most importantly, we have recollections. We have this thing called the Cedar Meal, which I um, posted about in the blog. And then we say the rosary every 3 p.m. because that's when Christ died on Good Friday. And then on Black Saturday, we actually 
have a, a picnic with everyone in the family. So that's the whole feria plan. And it's not your regular picnic. You, it's a poodle fight. So imagine eating with your hands. Oh. So fun. And then um, we, when we go to our farm, yes, we actually have a farm in San Narciso. Um, we play games there, like um, traditional Filipino games. We have a tricycle, we play chato. Um, we bring our um, badminton, and it's just so fun with the family. And it's it's a bummer that we can't do it this year. Yeah. Yeah. But to make up for that, we I'm part of a Catholic community or Christian community called Panginoon. It has a three-day recollection. Yeah, three-day recollection of the Triduum. Um, the last three days before Easter. So it started on Thursday, then Good Friday, and then we're going to have it later since it's Black Saturday. Alright, that sounds very nice. Since it sounds like you're going on a vacation, but like that's true because yeah. Easter is all about celebrating that Christ lived. Exactly. And you know, if Easter is a time of celebration, but then we can't forget the time of preparation, you know. To yeah. back at the past season, which was Lent. And, you know, it's time for repentance. It's time for, you know, it's time for, yeah, maybe repentance. Alright, so now we're going to talk about Easter in the time of quarantine, in the time of this pandemic. Everyone is probably going to celebrate Easter for the first time in their homes. Like, they can't go to church. But it really is a good time for reflecting. And since most things are available live stream, like Bible studies, D groups, yeah. then there's no more excuse. Like you are it's like your lives have been pared down to the to the bare essentials. essentials. Which includes time for God. And that's what we have to be thankful for. That we have this time to spend yeah. with God. And the kids have to unique. help solve Cool. Yeah, that's unique to this period. Oh, to and this holy. And the groups are discipleship groups. Yeah. So, so Thomas here is a Catholic, and we are evangelical, evangelical Christians. There's yeah. like the. It's like in the Protestant thing, but then we we still believe in the same things. Mm-hmm. 
So there isn't that much difference. Yeah. For us, um, we are basically, it's different. We can't receive the medium for one. Um, in fact, in our classes, instead, we actually say a prayer for spiritual union. Okay. So that would serve as our, uh, our union. Aside from that, we can't go to confession. That's something I was kind of worried about because, um, it doesn't matter if we're Catholic, it doesn't matter if we're Christian, we're all sinners. Yeah. Right? In the Catholic faith, um, the sacrament of uh, confession is actually a very important one. It's something we have to take at least once per year. And usually, usually we have, I go three times a year, mainly Lent. Christmas and the usual school sanctioned confessions. But now I can't have that. Well, I can't have it right now because it's it's hard. I can't go to a church, I can't go to a priest personally. But the Pope also said that in order for us to have the confession, we just have to pray just have to pray in front of the cross or something and just be sorry for our sins. That's the alternative there. Actually for us, we also have the Last Supper. So that's kind of like communion for you guys. But actually, in church, we okay. don't we don't have those special circular bread things that you have. We use sky flakes. We use sky flakes mm-hmm. and grape juice. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty easy to get. Oh. Yeah, to get that for our last supper. Actually, um, in our community, um, we have this thing called the Lord's Day. Now, the Lord's Day open it during Saturday so that we could usher in the Sabbath. It's not traditional, but it kind of is reminiscent of the Jewish uh, traditions. So it's not traditionally Catholic, but then it's ushering in the Sabbath day. Yeah, so since we're, we've veered off the topic into our religions, might as well discuss it now. Yeah. Um, so I was just talking about the Lord's Day, and um, it's kind of our celebration of the week that has passed. So we have like um, a little opening ceremony and then we have a meal, we close it, and then usually we 
you leave the hand open, but then you sleep at the top. And then we have a closing ceremony for the Lord's Day, which is celebrated Sunday evening. So it starts Saturday evening and Sunday evening. But then my family hasn't been doing it for the longest time. But yeah, it's supposed to be weak. So during the meal, what we usually do is we look back at the previous week and say what we're thankful for. For instance, I'm thankful for passing a test. I'm thankful for winning winning a competition. Stuff like that. And then at the later part of the meal, we we say, okay, think about the week that's about to happen. What are the things you want to lift up to the Lord and all? So, all of us already watched Overcoming. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's a so. It's a very oh, very yeah, nice movie. Yeah. So. You can talk about it. Like I really like that movie. It shows. It shows something about evangelism. Evangelism is like yeah. uh, sharing the gospel to everyone, to the whole world, make disciples out of all nations. And Overcomer just gives like a peek at at like one encounter with Jesus with Christ through different people. Yeah. And usually, what I like about the movie is it does share about a little bit about um, evangelism. But it also shows that you can find God in the most unexpected places. That's true. In the most unexpected people. Yeah. For instance, the the guy, the coach. If it weren't for him stumbling into the the mm-hmm. hospital room, spoilers by the way. Yes, spoilers. If it weren't for him stumbling into the hospital room of I can't remember the characters' names. Thomas Hill. That's the thing with me. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Hill. Oh, it's like your name. Thomas Hill. Hey, nice. <laughs> um, if it were for him stumbling into the the hospital room of Thomas Hill, then he would inspire Hannah. Yeah. And it just shows how God uses other people to really boost someone up. That's true. I cried during that movie. I didn't really cry, but I really found it nice. She never cries. Anyway. <laughs> 
That movie I'm an emotional guy. What made me cry. Yeah. No, I also cried. She never you cried. Did you cry? Yes, I did. Oh. Song never cried. Which like, part did you cry in? I forgot. Like even when we watched Miracle in Cell Number Seven, she did not cry. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention in the pod, uh, in the blog. But if you want to, if you want to uh, watch more movies like that, you should watch God's Not Dead and Miracles in Heaven. Miracles in Heaven, you can find that on Netflix. Oh, yeah. If you watch it, it's about a, a mother whose child has this serious disease. And it really causes a lot of pain in their lives. Stop spoiling. But Stop God spoiling. helps them pull through. Stop spoiling. That's, that's just a plot. Dude, it's okay. It's a true story, actually. I think I watched Miracles in Heaven, but then I can't remember. You should watch it again, it's really nice. Yeah. On the subject, did you guys watch Little Boy? Oh, uh, no. Oh, dude, it's really, really nice. Um, it's about this kid. His father, or something, was shipped off to the bar, and you know, I can't remember the plot. Search it up, little boy. Okay. okay. Can't remember the plot. That's the thing with me. I can't remember. Some stuff I really like, but then I random tidbits. You know, I also read this book. It's called uh, The Hiding Place by Cory Ten Bloom. It's a testimony of her life during World War II because she was, I don't know if she was Dutch or something, but she was harboring Jews and eventually she got caught and sent to the concentration camp. But really, God kept her safe, at least kept her faith strong. And even in that camp, she was able to... Uh, to minister to the to the rest of the ladies there. So I think all these what all these have in common is that they are testimonies. It's the little boy thing. Is that yeah. true story? Because true stories they're really powerful because they're testimonies that about what happened, about the transformation in their I lives. Can't I'm sorry, I really can't remember, but then I think it is. So when you're sharing the word of God and you want to make a difference in another person's life, the one of the most powerful things that you can share is your own testimony about your own transformation. Like an overcomer, Thomas Hill, he was, he was like one of those lost sheep, right? And yet he was able, yeah. by, by sharing his story, he was able to make a difference in his daughter's life, in the coach's life, in a lot of people's lives. And you know, um, not just in movies, but then I'm pretty sure in your church, 
a lot of people would kind of um, share their, their testimonies, um, share their testimonies, their own personal experiences yeah, they do. with God. And not just, and that doesn't happen in yours, it also happens all around us. In my community, we also have um, these, um, we call it prophesying, prophesying, I can't remember. Like, you have this sense from the Lord and, you know, you just want to share it. Yeah, actually in church, before the quarantine, there were there were these times when the pastor would invite someone to speak, like to share their own personal testimony, and it was really moving, and it gave us hope that even these kinds of people could be saved. So it could make us more confident yeah. in oh. sharing the gospel. Okay, I just remembered a story. A true story at that, okay? Okay. My, my ninong told it to me, and it happened to my brother, okay? So he was at this evangel- evangelical event. Not only Catholics were there, but also Christians and other nationalities. There were some people from Indonesia, some people from Malaysia, some people from China, okay? Do you have worship? Yeah, we do. Like singing songs? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, there was a worship going on. And then people, of course, well, I don't know if you do this, but then sometimes we like speak in tongues like sha da 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 Because you want, you want to have this sense from the Lord. And then someone someone tapped someone. A Filipino, huh? A Filipino tapped him on the shoulder saying, Do you know how to speak fluent Mandarin? He did not know how to. Okay. But when he was worshiping and speaking in tongues, he spoke perfect perfect Mandarin. That's cool. Right? Alright, so let's wrap up this podcast. We certainly talked about a lot of things. So first... We did like Easter traditions and stuff. Yeah, family traditions, the significance of Easter. So Easter is a time of reflection and also celebration that Jesus died and rose again just to save us from from eternal damnation. That's how much God loves us. Then we also veered off into uh, into comparing our religions, evangelicals and Catholics. And honestly, there isn't that much of a difference. So it we should believe that uh, all were like 
all of us, we're all Christians. And that's the most important thing. And I hope that um, religious leaders, or if they ever have squabbles over religious differences, then that those things would stop. Because religions, as Thomas said, are intertwined. And then he went off into talking about Overcomer, the movie, and how powerful personal testimonies are. So, as we head off into this, into the last day of the Holy Week, this fish like Easter, I hope that you, dear listeners, will remember all of these things. Anyway, for our next podcast, what are we expecting? We're going to be talking about our favorite things. Yeah, that includes movies, songs, and books. Yeah, I already have a few in mind, so that should be interesting. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want to um, follow us, follow us on our blog. Check it out at www.com homemadegetaways.wix.com slash htjm I forgot to um, slash htjm don't forget that and we will see you next week in Homemade Getaways the podcast again I am Thomas I am Sam and I am Isaiah alright bye Bye. guys (laughs)